You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome, everybody, to I'll Hang Up and Listen, brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case on Georgia Boulevard. Um, you'll need a lot of alcoholic beverages tonight to uh, drink away tonight's 7-1 to one loss to the league-leading Boston Bruins and possibly the worst effort we've seen all season from this hockey team. I'm joined by my two goalies on my co-host, John and Cully. Cully, glad to have you on tonight, bud. Uh Let's just unwrap this for what it was, one of the biggest dog shit efforts of the season. You know what, Dwayne? You hit the nail on the head. It's, it's an embarrassing loss. And, and, and I, I go back to one moment. You see UPL, who's been pretty fairly good at controlling his emotions. Anytime you see a goalie, and you, you know well, like we were told not to slash our sticks and break our mm-hmm. sticks in frustration because it does two things, right? It shows frustration, but it also sends a message to the other team kind of that, hey, we got to this guy. Now, I'll stand yeah. up for what UPL did because – you know what? He should be pissed off. Not that he played the greatest, but it, it seemed like after, you know, I get that penalty call in the first, we'll get to it on that shit call. But like we, when you look back, all right, you, 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 they get the empty net goal. We come back, Casey scores, right? We get the power play. Jeff gets that close. And after that, brother, a complete fucking embarrassment. Nobody's trying. You go back to that that last goal. It was Charlie Coyle walks through four of our guys. Nobody picks up the late guy, taps in the rebound. The other two were just as bad. Flat out embarrassing, Dwayne. Yeah, I, I mean, I see better. I've seen better back checking in men's league. Yeah, quite frankly, like uh, the but second it's the pride, goal. It's the pride factor, right? Men's league is men's league. You're in the national league. Yeah. I I only wonder how big of a near me out on this just came to me. Tuck not being in that room and Darlene, like those are the two guys that I feel like helped this engine move. How yeah. much of a factor do you think that plays? And I'm not giving them an escape code. I'm just saying, I don't think this happens with them in the lineup. At least, I, I don't say, I'm not saying we're win. But I, what do you think? Like at the end of the game, maybe do we, do we see them like stick it out? What do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, again, it, <laughs> Not having Dowling hurts a lot. Yeah, uh, your your transit your transition games north to south. I mean, he's a huge contributor to your breakout uh, starting your own end. Um, possibly your best your best not possibly is your best defenseman in transition. <clears throat> um, he's he's the quarterback of your power play. Um, all of it, man. He does so much when he's out there, and to not have him for multiple games during such a crucial part of the schedule where you have these games in hand, you have that advantage of the games in hand, and you just, uh, you can't afford, you can't afford to not at least get points, you know, even loser points. And 
Uh, obviously not having Alex talk on that first line, you know, which is arguably been one of the best lines, if not the best line in the national hockey league this year. Uh, you have three bona fide 30 plus goal scorers on that line. And, um, uh, yeah, I would like to say this outcome would have been a little bit different, but I mean, I'm referring more and you make a great point. The on ice presence. I'm talking about in the room around the bench because you oh, yeah, these yeah. The games where, you know what? It's, it's apparent we're going to lose with five minutes left. We're down by three. Right. I mean, anything can happen, but you know, as a goalie, the feeling, right. Yeah. And, 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 and I know it doesn't matter like to some people, but like, you're playing in the fucking National Hockey League with the 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 the, the winged saber, the, the saber on your chest, and you're telling me that that shit you're gonna fucking pack it in like that. That's I don't what know. They did it it back it's just what it looked like, is it not? Like that's that's more what I was getting into. How important are these two guys to our to our 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 our, our, our makeup? That just without the two of them in a third period, we face some adversity. No, let's quit. Let's quit in front of the whole world against the best team and one of our one of our longtime rivals. Yeah. Quick, just quick stats. We got outshot 42 to 27. Only thing we did well tonight was we did well on the faceoffs. Over three on the power play, to your point about Darlene, right? Like that changes things. Um, and also it, it, him and Tuck on the PK. Bruins were able to get a big power play goal when it mattered. Uh they out hit us. 27-22, they outblocked us 13 to 8. I mean, I just you look you look through this lineup and, and you mentioned um you know it's tough to pin on any one guy. I, I didn't like our play all around. I thought Lukanen, let me take you back. I missed the first period I was on the ice. Take us through that call. Uh the tripping call on Lukanen? Yeah. And here's my opinion. It's probably an unpopular opinion. <clears throat> um you saw you saw the play, right? You saw the trip? I haven't seen it yet. I've been described to it three times. It, it, it was a forward. trip. It was a trip. Regardless if it was accidental or not, if you accidentally high stick somebody in the face, it's still a high stick. If you accidentally trip somebody, it's still a trip. It was a trip. His stick caught Pasternak in the leg, and he tripped. Whether and he was out of his paint right after a save. Granted, it was in the process of making a save, but he tripped him. He he. It, 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 while while I, I don't think it was intentional to a ref's perspective, it could have looked intentional. He had a stick out at his feet. And even though, you know, Lukanen was still moving, uh, moving, moving, um, he tripped him. So, I mean, we can, we, you know, we can say, we can say it was a trash call all we want. It was a trip. But that, that was the penalty with 10 minutes about like halfway through the second period, the second period yep, that was scored their first goal yep. on the power play. And like we talked about with Darlene and, 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 and Tuck out, this comes a special team game. They were able to get that puck movement and, and we completely out of position in the four on three. Orloff makes that pass across. Thompson loses him and he's left wide alone. So like you look at the turning point, yeah, that's going to happen. Tough call, but you got to be able to kill that off as a goalie. And I'm not putting that goal on him. Maybe if it's five on four, it's different between. Yeah. That first goal doesn't go in, and then we capitalize. Maybe it's different. I don't know. I just just really embarrassed about the the lack of finish in this team. You know, even if you know you're gonna lose, mm-hmm. you don't you don't fuck off. You don't you don't give up on a back check. You play it out for your goalie. And even Boston was talking about 
they're upset that they didn't get Swaim in the shutout. Like, you get what I'm getting at? Like, yeah. I just feel like this is where we got to be. We're not there yet. But I don't mean to, to bury on a, a, you know, kick a dead horse. But no, any, you're not wrong, any, any positives you saw for tonight? You got Dylan Cousins at minus three. Middle staff minus three. The ball. Night, man. Skinner minus three. Olafson minus three. Thompson minus three. Uh, with one shot on goal. And then on the defensive side, it's spread out pretty evenly. Yokaharu minus two. Samuelson minus one. Power minus two. Obushkin and Stillman yeah. minus one. But take me through this Stillman trade, Dwayne. What, what's the point of this? We lost out on Chikrin. Why, why, why couldn't we get him? For what Ottawa gave up, a conditional first, a conditional no, second. No, it was a first. It, it, it was a protected, uh, a lottery protected first, a conditional second, and another second. Right, and the second is in twenty twenty four. And yep. if you you're telling me if you're Kevin Adams to shore up that third defenseman that we need to play opposite of you know the, the top you know the top guys. Yeah, we couldn't give up a lottery protected first this year, and a second next year, and a second four years from now. Are you fucking crazy? Well. Part part of the reasoning I think that came out of Ottawa was, or Arizona, sorry, was uh, there were a lot of other like uh, <clears throat> there were a lot of other uh, offers on the table, but no teams were willing to retain all of Chikrin's salary. Like Arizona wa- did not want to retain anything, which I mean Buffalo's in the position to eat that salary. They desire, they, they, they are, which I don't. So I don't really buy that as an excuse to not go after Chikrin. If Eugene um, Melnick's still alive with his tight penny books and rest in peace, Eugene, um, did they make that move? Uh, they were cheap in the past, right? Like, and, and I like I this. Know, I, that's a good question. That's a good question. If Melnick was still alive, I don't think they do. Not the not the only trade from Buffalo or Buffalo concerned. Um, a guy that hasn't been was was the one of the key pieces besides the pick and the. Can't call it a key piece. Anders Borg came over, played okay, never really found his role here. I think Kevin Adams and Granado kind of saw that he wasn't a part of this going forward. No, he got, he got waved. And uh, here's the tough part. The Don and Rochester all season. Apparently, um, the, the, the organization made Bjork a promise at the deadline they would find a home for him to go play in the NHL, and Chicago okay being that. that. Um, what the fact that we didn't, we got a bag of pucks. That's what we used to joke. Future considerations. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, yeah, like I got traded Bob for future Ray. considerations once, and they used to joke with me. Call it. You just got traded for a kid that's fucking four years old right now. He's gonna get drafted in 2030. Yeah, right. Like he, it's, uh, it's tough. he, he. I mean, Rob Ray was traded to Ottawa for future considerations. You know, what I mean, like it, it, I mean, we go back to Shanahan. I think got traded for 50 cents or Draper. Chris Draper. Yeah, was I think Cotton I think Mark Andre Fleury was traded for future considerations uh, from Vegas to from Vegas to Minnesota. You know, to eat the calorie, the the, the his salary. The calories. Um, the calories yeah, dude, and this is right after that was right after he won a Vezina Trophy. <laughs> like, um, I it, listen. Um, yeah, because because it was the expansion draft. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Uh, listen, I'm not going to sit here. And you know, beat her on the bush. But Buffalo was absolutely in a position to to go get Chikrin. They traded Josh Bloom, a second round pick, a point overall player in junior, a point per game player in junior hockey right now. A, a kid who you know, I met his father at development camp. Very good, you know, comes from a great family. Oh yeah. Um, 
High, high, just, high, high ceiling too. Scouting reports through the roof on this. Blue yeah, and, 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 you know, at the very least, I think he would have been a really good two hundred foot bottom six player. You know what I mean? Like that's that that's what what I thought about Josh Bloom. You know, in a few years from now, when he made it, makes an NHL roster, you trade that kid for Riley Stillman, a guy who, you know, I'm not an analytics guy, but his wins against replacement this season has been a twenty four percent. Yeah, that's you know? for anybody that doesn't understand that, and I'm, you know, that's not a shot. Yeah. Excuse me. No, I'm just that ain't good, folks. That ain't good. Twenty four is not a good number. <laughs> no, it's not good. And you uh, want to be above, you want to be above fifty, and the higher you are, the better you are. Exactly. And listen, yeah, maybe they see something. In it. I know Kevin Adams played with his father Corey Stillman back in the Carolina days. Of course, yeah. you know there's a connection there. There's a connection there. Matter, sure. Stillman got no gas in the tank, Dwayne. You said something to me prior to the show. How do you look tonight? Like dog shit. Bad feet. Listen, I get it. He just got traded. But listen, this is a business. You get traded. And not even that. When you go from one team to the other, a lot of these guys have done it. You're a paid professional. No reason to show up like that in your first game. Make yeah. This is your chance. You know you've been on new teams. How important is that first game for us goalies? Right? Huge. Huge. And it's, I think and it's the same for a guy like that. I would say, I would say the only person not to blame on the ice tonight was UPL. Yeah. He, you know he was what? giving zero help tonight. He made some big saves, you yeah. know. To keep that and, game early, Dwayne, you're right. And, and you want to know what, like, I, again, the back checking from your forward group, from your forward groups was absolutely atrocious on that second goal. Um, all Dylan Cousins has to do is take one hard stride. And he stops the, uh, Luca from from having a play on the puck there. All he has to do is take one hard stride. That's it. One stride. And you one hard stride. Get, get a stick on him. Floating, that doesn't man. happen. How, how much does that bother you when you see that? When you see a guy that can clearly make a play, whether it's at the end of a rush or on a back check, yeah. stop moving their feet. As a goalie, it's always killed me. And if there's any guy on the ice that that would surprise you from it, it's Dylan Cousins. Because it's like he is, they call him the workhorse from Whitehorse. Like he's just, he's nonstop, zero to 10 at all times. Like the guy, the guy is a competitor. And to see him just with that dog shit effort, that was, that was disheartening. And that kind of told the story of the night. If that guy isn't giving the effort in certain key situations, then this, this game is going to go nowhere. It's going to go nowhere. Like that was the first time when they went down two nothing. Uh, going into the third period, I said to myself, I'm like, they're not going to get back into this game. No way. They're just, it, 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 we've seen them getting back in games from being down 2 nothing this season. But I said, I was like, there's no way they're getting back in this game. Just, I'm just watching the effort level. I'm watching like certain small iced areas where they're just not doing the simple things right. And there's just no way I, 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 that, I, I was ready to turn the, the game off. You know, I, you called, you woke me up. I wasn't going to do a post game tonight because I was just like, I was just disgusted by the effort. Disgusted. And and you didn't even see, and, and that's before the worst five minutes happened, right? Yeah. So what did I tell you about it? That, that it wasn't just a, a one five minute segment at the end. It was an all night thing. But no, no. I'd say, you know what? For 30 minutes, you had a goalie that kept you in a game against the team, granted, is <laughs> on pace to break the record 48, eight and five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like you, you come in, your goalie gives you a chance in the zero, zero. Sorry. I can only laugh lost years, lost 
because Olofsson and Paterka can't buy a goal, so they turn pucks over and let the Bruins score. Stillman still a scrub, a bench one, Holly scratch. I agree. Maybe maybe you look at the move. Oh, here we go, another one. Sabres are so poor defensive play always. Through. Yeah. I, I, Dwayne, I agree with both of them. I see Stillman as, as a ceiling, as a as a seventh defenseman that there if we go through what we did with in, in the run to the cup with McKee and all that. Go ahead, read that one. Yeah, from Chris Derrick, nobody showed up except for UPL, and I feel bad for him. Bad coaching decisions, lousy officiating. Somebody better be pissed off in that locker room. This is embarrassing, and that is truly pathetic. I couldn't agree more with Chris. You know, um, but who is it with Darlene and, and, and Tuck? I feel like Tuck would be the guy to stand up and say, that was fucking embarrassing. We're going back out in the ice fucking miracle style. We're skating yeah. back. What, who do you, what do you think? I mean, you would hope to talk Akposo, right? You you know, this potentially being – I mean, I don't know if this is going to be his final year, but potentially being his final year because, I mean, I don't know if the team's going to bring him back. I don't either, but I don't, I, I don't look at him as a super vocal leader. I think he's great at – I don't think guy. he is either. And I really do think the voice in that locker room since he's been here has been Alex Tuck, okay? And look what he's done to his, the guys around him, right? They formed that, that core that we've been looking for. Mm-hmm. And, and I really mean this because I know how delicate it is in a locker room, right? It's like any company, right? When you remove two very important pieces that are your two best pieces, any company, any sports team is going to struggle. Not just mm-hmm. the on-ice product, but who's who's taking over and saying what needs to be said in a locker room. And I'm not saying you've got to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes the best thing to be said in a locker room is nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It makes me worry that maybe we, we didn't realize how big of a, a leadership role, um, you know, either one of them played, especially Tuck, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I would, I would think that Tuck is a big vocal leader in that room. Um, Besides him. He takes, a lot, of pride, he takes a lot of pride in that crust. You know what I mean? He takes a lot of pride in that Jersey. Um, you know, whether it's the blue and gold or the red and black, he, he plays with a ton of heart, a ton of pride. And, I'd imagine if he was, you know, playing tonight, you know, he would have been disgusted with that effort, hundred uh, percent. And that—that's the thing, man. It, you know, it, it wasn't. Even, I mean, yes, it was for a lack of skill, but the goals that they scored on you tonight, it wasn't like they were these high skill plays. I'm like, yeah, there are a couple more nice passing no, plays. The first good. one was a great four on three execution, but yeah, again, it's a power. knows that he's got to. He can't get sucked too far over. Yeah, and, and or Lukinen has to realize that if Thompson's on that side, he has to pick up Orloff as the backside shooter. Mm-hmm. Besides that, when you're right, like the Lockhouse goal right after that, the two nothing goal was a rebound, the right? Dog so, shit. It was just a dog shit effort. You just to pick up a guy up in front. And, right. Instead, know. Carlos got two like a saber or two sabers within three feet of him. Nobody picks up a stick. Yeah, the Zaka goal too, like. Stillman, uh, Stillman, uh, who was it that made the pass? Was Richie it uh, made that nice back? Zaka, but like Stillman, I mean, what's 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 that's your fucking only job, Dwayne? You know, is that, that front defense, what is your job when the that defense, puck comes in? What's your job? Well, you talking? take the pass, you do not right. take the shooter. So, and, for and, him, and, and, and personally, there. and personally, when you're in that tight to your goaltender. You don't lay out your body like that. No, because he's never lay out your body yeah. like that. Maybe go down to a knee. Sure. If anything, go stick on stick. Make sure yeah, you're like, not gonna get the puck bounced in off you. Never, never lay out like that. And that, that right there, that's just a lack of defensive awareness. And I, 
I said it after we, I, I watched a bunch of his highlights with Vancouver this past season. You mean what lowlights? Lowlights. It, 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 it's really look watching Ristolainen in, in terms of defensive awareness. I it, I need to know. You brought it up in my head, and I can't get it out. Is the Stillman connection with Ken Adams the reason we brought him in? Because I, I know, man, maybe his dad sold him. You know, I, I, I've agreed with Kevin a lot, and so have you lately. But that deal fucking stinks. You traded a, 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 a like a sure. I'm not gonna call him a blue chip prospect. But you traded a good prospect in, in Josh Bloom for a seventh defenseman. That's what he is. He's well, a seventh. You know what, what about this? What if Ryan Johnson has finally played his way into our plans? Because with the, with with power and with Darlene and and with you know these contracts with Samuel Sand and, and Yoki Haru, yeah. Johnson was kind of kicked to the side. This is a first round pick or a, a really high set first pick of the second round. Yeah. It's gotten better and better at Minnesota. I was told this at a young age, Dwayne, remember that goalies develop, you know, at 25. Yeah. Right? The defenseman and forwards closer to 22. When you come out of major juniors, you're 19, 20 years old, but Johnson, the good thing for him, he's probably 22 years old. He looks great for Minnesota. Yeah. I think maybe – is that part of it? Is that why Bloom's expendable? I'm not uh, – I, I just I mean, keep sure. trapped. But that's I mean, sure, but if he's expendable, if Josh Bloom is expendable, then why couldn't he be expendable in a ch- in a trade that brings you uh, Jacob Chicker? Yeah, no, I'm, I agree. Yeah, like I just – I don't understand why the, the need for another guy who is about as valuable to your lineup as Jacob Bryson. Like – I, I sure sure Riley Stillman plays with some more grit, some more tenacity. He's a more physical guy, but and, and let's give him the benefit of the doubt, Dwayne, that maybe some of that was just getting used to Donnie's system. But Donnie's yeah. best part about Donnie is is it's a very everybody's played a system like this. It's very very simple, but communication. Let's not switch unless we have to. Let's keep the defense. <laughs> but I I think we saw an absolute debacle of our game mm-hmm. plan, and I think it was effort based. And I yeah. love the questions the fans ask because they hit the nail on the head. And yeah. like I said, I don't want to spend the whole show on this, but, it, you know, we've seen some bright spots from this team. You've seen them win six out of whatever, and then you can't keep having these highs and lows. The best teams find a way, like you said, to at least get a loser point, you know? Yeah. That's so huge. We're going to have a great show for you guys in, in, in a week or two where me and Dwayne have been planning this for a long time uh, about if we were at the general manager's meeting, what our rule changes would be. Just a little teaser. That's going to be a great episode. We're going to yeah. have a really special guest on for that. We got into some really interesting stuff. It just popped into my head, Dwayne. You know what I'm referring to. But you look at Boston, you know, they have been so good at home and, and it's become a storyline. Fucking 48, 8, and 5. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And we were we were zero zero with them. So don't put this on the goalie like the last well, the furthest thing from the goalie. They gave up in the last five minutes on the crest. Yeah. And that's what bothers me right here. Right. And Dwayne, I know you're gonna make fun of me. Bob Boogner taught us that, that that is worth something, that, that is worth sacrificing everything. And when you yeah. don't have that, Cody, like you just said, it, you cut, you're gone. See ya. Fucking get the fuck out of here. Agreed. Without that, Dwayne, what do we have as a hockey player? Um, again, if you're not gonna, if you're not, if you're not gonna play with pride, if you're not gonna look at like, 
and to be this close, to be this close to to an opportunity to break an 11 year playoff drought. And in a lot of ways, it's a bit, you know, for us hockey fans, we're the first team out of the wild card. Sorry, go ahead. Like, you know, we're this close. This is the closest we've been in almost a decade. Just is with games in hand. um, You're the third highest scoring team in the national hockey league to, to get this close and to not, and to, you know, you haven't seen this kind of engagement online on Twitter with Sabres fans. Online is back. Hey, it is. And to, 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 you see, you see the engagement at games again, you know, fans are showing up and showing out. You had the fans back to a certain extent. I've been to four games in the past month. It's more than I've been in the past eight years. Why are we, why are you just like, as a GM, I, I understand he's stuck. He's pretty much stuck to everything he said. But, but as a GM, you got to be able to ride or die on the flexibility yeah. and be able to why, make it. Why waste this? Why waste this? I mean, I know you value that pick quite a bit because it's such a deep draft. But you see some of the players that have been dealt for the returns that they have. Yeah. You, you absolutely could have been a player on some deals. Dude, go back to the Chikrin one. Go back to Chikrin because really, Dwayne, you make an excellent point. You know who's sitting with us at 66 right below us? Uh, The Islanders are in front of us. Ottawa. Ottawa is right there. And we have one game in hand, obviously. But Ottawa. Ottawa made that deal. 18 from from Mary – Mauricio Arenas. He's uh he's always he's always in there. Uh, Mauricio, okay. Mauricio, love you, love you. Eighteen ya. game losing streak coming next twelve years, missing playoffs. <laughs> no pride, no talent. Poor GM, poor ownership. Uh, listen, I, I was a big conspiracy theorist. I went live after, like a- after the Sabers uh, missed out on Chikrin. I said I personally, I think, and it's been talked about a lot in the past year. I personally think, to, in some way, shape, or form. At least a minority stake of this team is for sale right now. With- I, I would think so, but I, I I think that, and I agree with you for one part because I think I love the Bagulas for what they did, and and I want to get to Paramount Pictures coming here, but I think that they've realized that they got they, they've done well with the Bills, not so much with the Sabers. Maybe they bit off more they could chew. Yeah, but I, I respect the fact that they're gonna do this the right way and not just quick sell it. Make sure you sell it to the Right, right yeah. person. And on that note, so Paramount Pictures and even more money is coming off the books next season, which is a great point because when you look to the free agent class, it, it, it's going to be interesting, right? A lot yeah. of rental players. Bishop's $5 is coming off, Ocposo, and Gergensen's too. And guys, let's not forget, first year in three years, our cap's going up. Yeah. And that's why I think you see the deals we made earlier. With with Thompson, um, who else signed big extensions for us, Dwayne? Uh, what was it? Samuelson, right? Um, and uh, no, and here, Cody, Cody, hear me out. I I disagree. I think that maybe not this year, but I think that if if we're this close, I think you go out and, and make a smart. <laughs> Because Dwayne, you go back to our our, our when when we did get kind of close, and then we'd have a big summer. Those players were all bust. We didn't hit on any. When's the last free agent we hit on? It's been a while. I mean, the biggest free agent signing we've made in the last five years was definitely uh, Taylor Hall, and that didn't. No, I was going to say Billy Leno, but yeah, Billy yeah, Leno, that was fantastic. Um, listen, like you know, 
going back to Matt's comment, he brought up Bishop, uh, I think, last year when we bought Bishop's contract for, for a pick. I mean, again, we're entirely in a position where we can be the third-team broker on some of these deals. The Pat Kane deal, why couldn't that be the Buffalo? Why has it been Arizona? Why Arizona has so much dead money in their organization from contracts they just keep eating and to pick up picks. Like, it's insane. And I just, I, why can't that be Buffalo? And that, that goes back to my last point about me believing that some type of stake of this team might be for sale. What do you do? What What do you do when you sell something? Do you spend money? No, you don't spend money. You liquidate. I mean, they brought in a new chief uh, uh, operating officer. Uh, this guy, COO, David Roth from Fidelity. I think his David, first name is David. From, from Fidelity Investments, the guy has zero experience running a hockey team or anything with hockey, and he's he's new CEO of the team. You, like, know, what he, you know what he's handled on his past, Dwayne? Mergers what? and acquisitions. Exactly. Exactly. Do some homework, people. I, yeah, I, I personally think – But I heard some whispers. I'm not going to – I'm on the record right now, but I'm not revealing any sources. I'm just saying – Look into his past, like Dwayne said. Some puzzle pieces come together that make you shake your head. You, you listen, at, you, I'm not against the Bagula selling. If that means we're going to have consistent owners that are committed to keeping the team here and doing it the right way. Look at Los yeah. Angeles. Look what they've been able to do. They were behind us. You know, they lost yeah. their guys, but now they're still finding a way to compete. I, I don't know. I think there's too many. There's too many. You look at Ottawa. We're, we're now tied with them. We were up on them. We could have made use of all that. And now it's not even just that we lost out on Chikrin. Now we're going to be playing against him. And right-handed defensemen are so hard to find. And who, who do we have in the system that is that guy? Nobody. So that's not going to go away. We are not going to make it out of the first round or maybe even into the playoffs until we can find that third defenseman yep. that can really help Take give give Darlene give power more favorable matchups. Outside of that, the goaltending, um, you know, definitely <laughs> be a stud. Um, just going back, Dwayne on the Shikran, he, he he, you know, he did, did he resign a deal after he he signed? He did right. No, he hasn't resigned. He signed. He's already signed 4. for two 6. more years. Yeah, four point six over two. Yeah, so, so four, yeah, four point five, four point six over the next two years. Very doable for Buffalo to eat that. Um, I want Adams at the deadline this year. What There's about Gabrikov? Relax, guys. L- listen, <laughs> like, not that you have to go sign big names, but I mean, look at all the transactions that have already happened. Like, you lost your cat. You lost. You lost a, two huge leaders in your team. What four or five days ago? or however long it's been, like three, four, five days ago. Like, if you going into a game against Boston, I, if you were going to make a deal, I, I think you would have made it already. Like, hey, something bring in Stillman. Okay, yeah. Guys, against maybe arguably the best regular season team of all time this year. With yeah. Jim Montgomery. Hey, how about a couple clicks for Jim Montgomery? Because yeah. for somebody that battled some serious mental health and, and, some, and some, some substance abuse issues, you know what? I give that man a lot of credit for anybody that hasn't listened to yeah. his interview on Spin Chicklets a couple weeks ago. He didn't hide from a thing. He's come out. He got help, and he is a smart hockey man. For anybody that hasn't watched it, it's it. 
Paul Korea's rookie year, the first ever ESPN <laughs> project, Into the Woods, it's called, on YouTube. It follows around the main hockey championship team. Jimmy Montgomery, it's the best because it's like 80, like late 80s. The, I'm telling you, best hour documentary ever. Dwayne, in finishing up, looking at the other big deals, um, at home, Edmonton gets their defenseman they, they needed, and they gave up the defenseman they thought was going to be the answer. I like Tyson Berry, but listen, he's not Matias at home. Um, no. what, why, why does that deal make sense for Nashville? They Just needed a defensive they, defenseman. They needed they needed a guy who, you know, could stay be a good stay at home defenseman who's going to protect you know protect their own end. And they haven't had that. Nashville. Tyson uh, Berry's not that guy. No, Tyson Berry is an offensive. An right? Offensive yeah. Defense. No, you misheard me. I understand completely why Echo makes yeah. sense for Edmonton. Why is Nashville in Barry Trotz's first move? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I trust Barry Trotz. I think. Yeah. Well, I, I think that he he recognizes the the current state of the organization, and right now, I mean, they got dude. They got a they got a ransom for him. They got a great return yeah. for for, for Ekholm. Yeah, they did. They got a less money and, and more term. <coughs> I'll tell you right now. I'll tell I'll tell you right now. There's going to be a huge lack of, especially in our division. <clears throat> there's a huge lack of draft capital in the East right now for the next couple drafts. Yes, but loaded, and loaded in the West. And we just added a third round pick. Let's get some goalie trades real quick. Uh, friend of the program, Eric Portillo, uh, Michigan guy through and through. Uh, I think he sees the writing on the wall with, with how well Levi is and made it clear to the Sabres his intentions. We don't lose him for nothing. We get yeah. back a third-round pick in 2023. Guys, that's not bad. That no. is uh, – when did we draft him? He was a fourth-round pick, right? No, he yeah. was a third-round pick. He was what? a third-round pick. Okay, so, yeah, you're getting <clears> back your pick. Um, and a guy that well, is never going to play for you anyways. Levi's continue to tear it up. Other than that, another interesting name, John Gillies. Ends up in Columbus. Now, here's a guy that was drafted high, had a great career. I want to say it was at uh, not Vermont, but one of the hockey schools, Providence. Did really well. It was in Calgary's system. Kind of got stuck behind some guys. He's bounced around. Yep. Um, so, and here's the interesting part. Gillies goes to Columbus. Okay. Jacob Voracek, who is not a – wasn't a Tortorella guy. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously was out of there, got to Columbus. So he ends up in Arizona. I don't know how long he's going to stay. Logo on the front is a hell of a long way. More important than the name on the back, you candy ass. Mm-hmm. Hey, a bruise on the legs a hell of a long way from the heart. You candy yeah, ass. Exactly. Quote. Too much overpassing, stopping, skating, not shooting enough when lanes open. Always wrong play, especially because of the middle stats line. They struggle tonight. They were combined minus nine. Time to switch up lines for Turgeon Quinn. Listen, I'm not in there, but when you lose a guy like Tuck, when everything's starting to gel, right? Like all the lines were buzzing. I think that that affects every single line. Bryson's killing me. Dwayne, the second time. I didn't see it. Why is he getting the start over Clegg? And where's I mean, why, why are our options? Why are our options in our bottom two units, Bryson and Clegg? <laughs> hey, what about like, Lawrence? Why? What happened? You traded Josh Bloom. You traded Josh Bloom for Riley fucking Stillman. Like, Greg, 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 it's hands down the worst trade of the deadline right now. And um, I mean, it might not be a huge trade, but it's, it's the worst trade of the deadline across the league. Like, you right. traded a second round pick 
a guy who is going to for sure be on an make an NHL team, whether that is with Vancouver or not. He's going to be a bottom six guy. He's a penalty killer. And, you know, he might end up being like a better, more skilled version of Gergensen's. And you lost that guy for Riley Stillman. And yeah. So, no, you're bang on. I agree with you. On the goalie trades, um, another interesting one Jonathan Quick, a guy, a New York guy that me and you grew up watching. Right. Sorry. Too bad the Oilers are never going to win a cut. No what they do. Yeah. You know what? It doesn't matter. They already fucking won four in a row. So, um, I, you know what? Well, I ask you on this. Do you want to see McDavid and them win? Uh, as much as I want to see McDavid make a, a deep playoff run, I personally want to see him one out of Edmonton because I think it'd be the best thing for hockey. I agree. Can we address this comment right here? Yep, Dwayne, we need a major overhaul, all four lines, no depth, no secondary score, no reliable goaltender, no two-way centerman, no physical stay-at-home, consistent defensive first line. I'm going to fight back on this big time. Listen, we need need to make some moves, a major overhaul at this point? No fucking way. I don't think any major overhaul. No two-way centerman? Really? I think think Thompson and and Cousins are two, you know, and the the stats prove it. I mean, Cousins more so than Thompson. Right, but, but Thompson I mean, drives play offensively, so therefore yeah, so he doesn't have to play defense. as good. Yeah, Can he get better at it. Yes, but that's why we have him locked in. When you say when you make this, I, Arenas, I, when you make this an alt like an ultimatum, like we have we have to tear it all down. I no. disagree. We have to make changes, but to say we have no, nothing, like no, come on, man. <laughs> I think we have great depth, especially yes. in the pipeline right now, especially down the middle. You have yes, you, you've drafted. Uh, Look how many centers are playing win, Dwayne. You said that earlier. Yeah, you have – in the last two drafts, you've had five first-round picks. You've drafted all you, – you've taken all of those picks, and four of them were centermen. The other one was Owen Power. Uh, you have a ton of depth down the middle, and but that that too. Like, and That's Johnny, you can probably – it's like how often – how often when you have this type of wealth of riches in your pipeline, you have nine picks in this next coming draft. It's crazy. Like, you know – all, all four of those centermen, Yuri Kulik, Matthew uh, Savoy, Noah Oslin, and uh, Isaac Rosine. How, what are the chances of all four of those guys contributing on the ice for you in the next two to three years? 100% with two to three years. Here's the cool part. I think Kulik can play in the National League next year. Okay. No, but I what, think Oslin's playing himself into a, a definite NHL player. I don't know whether he'll fit into that, you know, bottom nine place. But, but that's that's my point though, is you have a wealth of riches. It's oh, a numbers see, game. I agree with you completely. In the it's a numbers game, game. You brought up Dwayne, like that takes apart this whole and I'm sorry, uh Mauricio. I like I, I I see where you're I'm frustrated too after what I just saw. But we have the best college hockey goalie of all time, in my opinion. And guys, th- here's where I say this. There's only two people that have, have, have put up numbers like this, Mike Richter and Ryan Miller. Okay. And in that category, yeah. a lot of times you, you see college goalies take a little bit more time to develop. I don't think so. I think our goaltending problem, he's already in the picture. The the defensive defenseman and the rough guys, yes, but we already addressed that. There's something missing on the back end. Dwayne's 100% right. Um, yeah. It's not even, guys, not about the big names. It's about the right fits. And Dwayne exactly. made a bunch of good points about this, where even hey. if you miss out on Chikrin, you don't bring in Stillman. You bring in a guy that makes sense for this group. We're not winning like, it this year. 
Would it be nice to make the playoffs? Sure. But you need a guy that's going to make this team better in two to three years. Well, look at Detroit. They traded uh, Hornick. Uh, was it Hornick? Uh, who did they trade him to? Um, Philip Hornick. Today? Or no, it was yesterday. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, he, he was traded for a first Detroit. and a second. You know they. Yeah, no, this isn't not. They got a better. They got a better return for Hornick than than Arizona got for Chikrin. How about Tyler Bertuzzi, the Red Wings got a, a guy. I hope, I hope we have our eyes on in in free agency. Guys, I played against him for fuck two games when he was a rookie. He is a son of a bitch, just like his old man. Not a fun guy to play against. Um. Oh, hey, the goalie trade I want to talk about Johnny Quick. So yep. break to break us down for us. Um, because you know, Columbus, not only you don't Columbus see this every day. Traded for Jonathan Quick. It was quick and um conditional first, conditional third. Oh, wait, I'm talking about the Columbus trade. Yeah, yeah. Columbus traded for Jonathan Quick. They got Corbusalo, Gavrikov. Damn it. I thought Gavrikov could have been a good fit for us. Maybe yeah. if we, if they don't resign him, Sabres fans. And Mar- Mariucho. It was a great return. It was it was a great return for Quick, uh, a first for and a third. Yeah, Columbus got a first and a third, and then Jonathan Quick, correct? Yep. And, and there was James one more player in Gabrikov, who's a very good defenseman, and Corbisalo. Yep. Here's the thing: Gabrikov, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is a UFA. He's somebody, Dwayne, that I would like to see us <laughs> take a look at. Yep, I agree. Um, and then <clears throat> Jonathan Quick. <clears throat> wasn't happy at all about it, and rightfully so. The guy's played in L.A. his entire career. Wasn't helped the whole, hey, Johnny Goudreau chose Columbus. We're different. Ah, Johnny yeah. just said, fuck that. Yeah, exactly. So Columbus does right by him. They trade him to Vegas where he can still be relatively close to home and play for a contender. Um, and you know what, man? Maybe he turns it on for the Vegas Golden Knights. We all know how phenomenal of a playoff goaltender Jonathan Quick is, you know. Once he's there, you know he, what he's capable of. Uh, what is he, we'll see if he's still capable of that type of hockey of play, of uh, of getting of, of excelling his play to that level. Um, but um, I thought that uh, LA did him dirty, and I'm glad Columbus got him, traded him somewhere where he could uh, be back closer to home because that guy deserves a little bit of respect. Now, um, I think that was the only other goalie trade I want to talk about. But hear me out. So the one that gets me the most is Toronto's deals. And I don't, and your buddy, Steve Daniels going to have a, have a night. So they got uh, last week, they got McCabe and they were able to get Chicago to eat half of his deal. They got Sam Lafferty. who's a fringe might, might be a career minor league player, might not um, a fourth round pick and a fifth round pick. And Chicago got Joey Anderson, one of the Leafs best prospects who's going to be an NHLer. Pavel Google <coughs> and uh, fifth in a second. So they got McCabe. And then here's the cool part. Back in my first year in the OHL, 2008, that draft year, it was like uh, Bogosian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the top four, there was great because Petrangelo went fourth. Dowdy, uh, Shen, Bogosian, all those guys went in the top five. Shen was originally picked fifth overall in 2008. And the reason I know this is because Petrangelo went one pick before him. Talk about a great de-draft. After yeah. all the turmoil that Shen, you remember when Shen was getting shit on in the Leafs because they brought him up right away, struggled. Yep. He's finally going back. Muzzin's out for the year. Is is McCabe, who's a Buffalo guy, 
or like a Buffalo player we've seen. I didn't hate his game. I don't think I think it was maybe I would have loved them. I would have loved for them to bring back Jake McCabe. Right. And that's my point. He's a guy right now that is is like that's what we're talking about. We need. But now he's with the Leafs. And and we talk about the Leafs all the time. Dwayne, is it enough for them to go forward with losing Muzzin? Because you all know it's gonna come down to goaltending, which has been good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh the new guy they brought in's been great. Um, outside of Murray. Um is McCabe and Mus or is McCabe and Luke Shen enough? I think so. I think you add a lot of grit to your listen. Everybody knows playoff hockey is a different brand of hockey. It's, it's much more physical, much more tenacious. But if it's not honestly, today, they play Tampa. And, that, and honestly, you're gonna need, I'm asking, is that enough for them to beat Tampa? I well, they also got O'Reilly. Um, oh yeah, damn. They picked up. Uh, there was another like they, they're all in. They're all in right now. The the Maple Leafs are absolutely all in right now. Dubis, best luck to you, bro. I don't know if this if goes they, wrong. They, it, it, I mean, this isn't this isn't a situation where you need to. Um, this isn't a situation where you need to get past the first round. This is a situation oh, where you need you, you, you need to get to the finals. No, I, I if they get to the conference finals. He keeps his job. I think so. Um, but if I think if you lose in the but, first two rounds, uh, if you lose in the first round, he's gone. They lose in the second round, and it's, it's I think like he's game seventh. I, I don't know. I You're right, Dwayne. Maybe it is Stanley Cup finals or bust. Look at that roster. I mean, just look at that I, roster. I watched him play. I watched O'Reilly's first game, and it was embarrassing. I got my dad his fucking goddamn Christmas present, and we're, we're outnumbered by Leafs fans. I almost fight six of them. And we get fucking run out of the yep. building. It was a fucking embarrassment. So you're right. I was just curious because Dangle talks about it a lot. That defense, guys, has been their Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. And with Muzzin now done, you know, credit to Shanahan and, and Dubas and company for making the money work. The cave's a valuable piece. He's a fucking mean defenseman. Yeah. Um, and Shen, the same way. He's not fast, but fuck, he plays heavy. Um, I just think it's going to be really interesting, man. I really do. I, I, I am. Congrats to my former coach, DJ Smith. And I want to take one second, Dwayne. The assistant coach in Ottawa for him is Bob Jones, who was my yeah. head coach back in Windsor. He got diagnosed with ALS. I just wanted to take a minute and, and, and ask for everybody to say some prayers for Bob Jones's family. And, and, and <coughs> ALS. it's been a disease that has touched so many lives. There's a very touching video that I will retweet tonight that I, w- I would like all of you to share. Bob Jones was so good to me in a time where my career was ending and, and they turned me into a pro hockey player. But it's not just that. He was there as a father figure when I was five mi- five mi- five hours away from home it, when you're still growing up. And that man had such an impact on me. And to the Jones family, and to Bob, I love you, Coach, and I and I hope that you, you beat this, and I know you can. And our thoughts and prayers from two boys with Michael out to you. Mm-hmm. Go, go get them, Jonesy. Yep. Um, another thing too, I definitely want to touch on. You know, and I, again, thoughts and prayers out to Jonesy. Thank you, um, Jason Arno, uh, the Buffalo firefighter who lost his life yesterday. Oh, that that was actually uh, my uncle's firehouse, firehouse number two, engine number two. Um, he just recently retired. Um, I actually, I, I, I believe I recognized the firefighter who lost his life from when I was at the firehouse that night celebrating my uncle's retirement. My uncle was actually down there on main street, uh, giving any support he could. 
and a player, uh, my buddy Brandon, who he hasn't he didn't play with us this session, but in the past sessions he's played with my men's league team. Uh, Jason was his best friend, um, and he even mentioned to me that uh, he was 20 feet away when Jason Ardo went down and in, in, you know during that fire. Can and we do a moment really of silence, Wayne? Huh? Can we do a moment of silence? Absolutely. And, and Dwayne, my, my my condolences, thoughts, and prayers to what his family's going through. And and you know what? I've always said it. I, I didn't have firefighters in my family, but the ultimate respect. And um, that's that's a tough one. It it is. And uh, you know, I hope that the community comes together like they have for other things in the past. Uh, I'm sure his family could use the help. I know firefighters will always take care of their own. Can you share the link with us? And I'll make yeah, sure. I, I, I plan on it. Um, I plan on maybe doing something uh, myself in terms of a donation through the Buffalo Strong Foundation. Um, I know a certain Sudbury Wolf that would uh, would help, probably help with that. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Um, Let me ask you one thing when you're done with this. Keep going. Yeah. So um, I hope that, uh, I don't know, I hope that, you know, you know, you know, his family and his brothers and sisters, you know, uh, you know, firefighters down at engine two and across Buffalo that, you know, that they, you know, I know, especially that engine, that house was a very tight knit group. Uh, Brandon, you know, I talked to him last night and he, you know, he was very, he's emotional. He's his best friend. Um, and he was there and he was there. He he saw it happen and, um, you know, it, it sucks. And, you know, it was a very classy move by the uh, the Bruins tonight, owned by the Jacobs family, who's from Buffalo too. Uh, honored, uh, honored Jason in between whistles tonight up on the jumbotron. So definitely a lot of respect to the. Uh, yeah, uh, especially in a way, the Jacobs but, family, dude. That's uh, you love to see that because you never see that on away teams. You know, no, what I mean? and, and you know what? That that's what also makes me kind of more disgusted by the effort tonight. You know, Buffalo. Buffalo suffered a loss last night, a very big loss. I and mean, anyone who saw the videos from that four alarm fire yesterday, you know, they know how bad it was. And, you know, we've come together for so many other causes and to, to, for, you know, you don't have to win tonight, but that effort can't be like that. And that's, what's disgusting to me too, is thinking about it now. It's just like, man, like we lost one of our own last night, a tra an absolute tragedy, you know, show an effort, you know, Put, leave everything out on the ice, even if you're going to lose. I know it's the best team in the National Hockey League, arguably the best regular season team of all but time. But you don't fucking give up. You don't yeah, fucking They gave up. up right? They gave up. I that, hope that this is a one-time conversation we have, Dwayne, because like you said, in, in, in honor and memory of, 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 of a fallen firefighter in this in this yeah. community of love that was probably a Sabres fan, and, 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 like if you can't fucking find a way to dig mm -hmm. deep, and do it because we've both seen how the Sabres and the Bills has brought this community together in so many times of need. And you're yeah. right. Clay. So I don't know, maybe, uh, you know, in terms of the firehouse, you know, I'll talk to a few, few friends of the program and see, you know, locally and see if maybe they'd be willing to go down there. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I'll, I'll do my best there, but um, with that being said, um, you know, a few more comments here. Um, I will, just uh, will they have a memoriam Saturday at the game? I'd imagine so, 100. 
Um, oh, yeah. I hope someone made someone made a comment uh, during the game that they would hope that maybe they'll donate half of the 50-50 raffle to the family. I like think that'd be a very classy move by the organization, and they should do that. And, you know, um, I, and I encourage Delaware North to match it, you know, and maybe 100%. that's something that we can get behind. I bet you they will. I hope they do. Um, what I meant about overhaul is balance the top three lines, split the Thompson line, which was because that – I mean, yeah, with Tuck out right now, you yeah. got to score off. Yeah, you have to. Um, you know, normally if Tuck wasn't hurt, I would say no way. Leave that Not a chance. Not a chance, but you're right, Dwayne. Yeah. In these moments, you have to – but here's the hard part. Mariucho, I'd say one more time. Mauricio. Mauricio, I think the, the part that gets lost in this is part of the reason why the Lions were playing so well is that they had consistency, right? <laughs> uh, I'm, Conspiracy I'm, theorist, I'm, I love it. But listen, I, I think that when you get put with a new line, you, you know, you're seeing the chemistry between Skinner, Tuck, and Thompson, right? Yeah. Like that has a ripple effect. Because now whoever goes up to replace Tuck comes off another line. And so yeah. it might take some time, guys. I've been there and, and I, I talking to forwards. I'm like, hey, would coach switches lines every day? Does that fuck with you? And they're like, it's the worst thing ever. You know, you can't, you don't really know like if something's going to work from such a small sample size. So that's my only pushback. <laughs> on that yep. But, uh, you know, now you have Saturday's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Such a big game. I believe that's a home. Is that a, I think it's a home game. Um, I want to say it's a home game. I can tell you this right now. Um, the wild card standings Pittsburgh is at 71 points, uh, 61 games played, the first spot in the wild card. New York Islanders with 64 games played, they have 70 points. Okay. Yep. And both these teams, so Pittsburgh in their last 10 is five and five, but they're on a four-game winning streak, okay? Yep. Uh, New York Islanders, four, three, and three in their last ten, um, and they're on a one-game overtime losing streak. Uh, the Buffalo yep. Sabres, 60 games played, 66 points, and in our past ten, we're five and five, and we're on a two-game losing streak. Yep. Right behind us, same point about Dwayne. Guess, without looking, how many teams are – Tied with us at 66. Three. Four. So Ottawa, 61 games played, 66 points. Florida, 63 games played, 66 points. Washington, 63 with 66. Um, and you go back, a lot of these teams, Ottawa's on a four-game winning streak, 7-2-1 and one in the last 10. Uh, nothing outside of that to really note. But then you got Washington and Detroit right there. Um, one question, what – like Washington, is this the end for them? You look at the deals they made. They they, they set off Lars Eller. You know, they, they, is this it? Like, what does that mean for Ovi? They they, they lost Joanne. Well, here, here's one thing. There's one point I want to make before we sign off here. I've seen a lot of, and it's not coming from any like like legitimate accounts on Twitter. I've seen a lot of chatter about Tom Wilson. Who? About Tom Wilson, a guy who's only under contract uh, through next year. Um, Friend of the program, Tom Wilson. Yeah. Um, he punched but, me in the head. <laughs> I, uh, that is a guy that if you're going to sell a lot of assets for, I 1,000% do it. Um, a lot why, of why do you think, say, why do you think a lot of teams would say there's no, way he, there's no way he would want to come here? 
Why wouldn't he want to come here? He already has a cup. And B, he's pretty fucking close to home playing in Buffalo. He may be from Toronto. Huh? I'll tell you his hometown right now. Go ahead. He's from Toronto. He was born and raised in Toronto. Right. I know. But his minor hockey. Keep going. Just keep going. Um, That's a guy I would pick up. Brady Kachuk is what – or sorry, Matthew Kachuk is what came to mind for me. Look at what they gave up. They gave up Jonathan Huberdeau who they just won a president's trophy with and Mackenzie Weaker for, for a guy like that. And I'm not saying Tom Wilson's that type of player. Tom Wilson brings more jam than him. I Uh, I trade two first round picks, a second and a prospect right now. I would trade my hundred percent. Just kidding. I love you, Adley. I would trade a first and uh, you know what? I give him Savoy in a second. It's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Tell me it's not like, you don't you don't find many players like Tom Wilson just ever available. Like he, all right, I'm on I'm on Tommy's uh, I'm on his uh his, you're right. He's from Toronto. Uh, he was selected first round in 2012. Uh, he played for the Junior Canadians and was drafted very high in the OHL. Um, and here's the best part. So I got to play against him a lot, Dwayne. He fought me, and in that last season. Tommy recorded 141 penalty minutes, probably fucking 70 of them against us. Yeah. But yeah. No, I would love uh, Tom. Hey, everybody says it. Tom Wilson, oh, when he makes a bad hit, oh, fuck, this guy's the worst. Everybody would kill to have him on his team. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, it's much like, much like, much like, what'd you say? They said Lisa Ann for majority. Yeah, I know. I thought it was funny. Uh, listen, listen, you know, he's much like Brad Marchand. Uh, oh, you know, by the way, who left today's game and did not did. return. Yeah, I got into it with Peyton Krebs, too. Peyton Krebs uh, manhandled him tonight. Buddy, who would ever thought it. that Peyton Krebs would be the next Andrew Shaw middleweight? In the I know, right? I, I love know, it. Uh, Come on for it. it. Uh, again, next two play. games, Tampa Bay at home. The Oilers at home, and then you're away against the Islanders, a team that's right there with you in this playoff race. Um, you got to come out of this with two out of three, right? You got to you got to win two out of the next three. Half How about that? I say four out of the next five, right? Because when you look Agreed. at what's still going on tonight, um, it, you know it might not it might not end well for our guys on the West what, Coast. What is what is your reaction if if we don't make another move between now and three p.m. tomorrow? What move though? Like, here's my point. Any move. I, like, I, I don't like the people screaming, hey, we need to make a move. If it's a move that makes us better towards our goal of being a Stanley Cup winning team yep. within five years and being a playoff team for the next four, I'm all for it. Yeah. But I think we need to look at this. And, and one thing, if Tuck and Darlene are truly out for this year, then I say, you know what? Let's get our young guys in. Anybody that's not going to be here, get them out for what we can. And we're not going to – like. Get assets that we're not going to get. We're going to lose the free agency. Yeah. I want our young guys to get a ton of ice time. And but if those two come back, here's here's my thing. If you're going to make one trade, I would think it would be for a top four defenseman or a goaltender. But the tuck injury fucks with me. The goaltender would have to be a pure rental. That's why I thought because quick ain't. What other goalie could be a great? mentor to Levi than Jonathan Quick. I mean, I remember when we had Kyle on the show and we talked a lot about uh, Johnny Quick. And guess Um, what? 
He would be a great player. He would be a great player to add to this lineup. Pardon? I sorry. I mentioned that Levi has similar numbers to Richter and Miller. Guess yep. who's number three on that list? Not including Levi. Johnny Quick. Johnny Quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I again, I would love to see a, a true mentor. Not that Craig Anderson isn't a mentor, but I, I can't. Imagine. Oh, he's at the end of his rope, dude. He's, he's not playing after this year. There's no way. Um, yeah, but and, and credit, hey, quick credit to him, couple clicks, like for everything we talk about as a goalie. What a human being. What yep. his wife went through. I'm happy that he, yep. he ended here. Yep. You want to know? But uh, one last point on Chikrin. No, let me I turn was, that around. What would you do? What would I do uh, in, in terms of what? Tomorrow by three. Uh if if you're gonna take if you're gonna take the rest of the season seriously, find a goalie. I think I think um find see what's like Corbisalo, dude. We could have got Corbisalo. Yeah, hundred percent. You could have got Corbisalo. And I love I've always liked him. We had Jean-Luc Rampier on a couple of times. We talked a lot about that that <clears throat> those goalies and Elvis and Corpusilo. You know what an interview. We gotta get Jay Louis. We gotta get back. Yep. What a hundred percent. Um, I, I just, you know, I think goaltending, um, and With somebody that's not gonna... definitely depth scoring. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not, not Stillman is the answer. Um, good. Hey, hey, I know we went a lot longer. Um, guys, I'm, I'm pleased to announce that now that the hockey season's winding down, you're going to be seeing a lot more of this ugly mug. Um, friend of the program, Quinn Musty. Uh, you know, he, he's anywhere from, uh, top, you know, 11th to yeah. 25 in the first round. What I wanted to end on is, um, you know, with the Sabres, you know, maybe if possible where we're picking, I don't know. Um, would love to see that. But I just want to say local kid, Quinn Musty, first ever, you know, Hamburg kid or, you know, Buffalo kid to get first overall in the OHL and he's doing well and a couple mm-hmm. clicks for him and his family and uh exciting time for him. Just talking to his dad a lot a little bit last night. He's interviewing with teams, Dwayne. They're doing that whole process. And that's gotta be that's every kid's dream, right? Like it is. uh so some funny stories. Uh would love to do it in the next segment we do next next week about yep. maybe after the draft, some of the funniest <laughs> things I've been asked. One comment I did want to make uh, about Jacob Chikrin, though, that I didn't get to make earlier was I was never a guy who pounded the pavement that needed Jacob Chikrin. I, I never wanted to pay oh, the price. That role, though, oh. is that defense. Yeah, that I never needed. I was never I, I, I was never a guy who demanded him. The asking price from Arizona was always way too high. What upset me and upset other fans was. A, you heard Kevin Adams with that interview with Pierre LeBron say, if the trade makes sense for us, it's not, it can't be a rental. It's got to be something that's going to help us now and in the future. Um, Did he get beat? Do you think he got beat to the phone or do you think he was just too passive? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, Arizona, mentioned, Arizona mentioned, let me finish. Arizona mentioned there were a lot of teams interested, but not, most teams weren't a lot willing to pick up all of Chicken's salary. Um, but, we have the room, though. I know, I know, I know. But when you see that return and know that you could have easily beaten that return, that's what pisses people off because it wasn't remotely anything close to what we, what, what we, we, we believed they wanted. Nothing so, close. But Arizona backed themselves into a corner waiting as long as they did. 
other teams that were suitors for Chikrin went and found their guys, guys like Hornick, guys like, you know, Ottawa was never in the, the conversation at all. So no, for that, I mean, not, not, that deal makes me pissed off. Cause what's the one thing Kevin Adams always says, he's always on the phone. He's always calling, even if it's just to see what's there. You know what I mean? You've heard yep. him say that, right? Yep. And if that's the truth, Kevin, then you got fucking fleeced because yep. Ottawa made you look like a bitch and maybe Arizona Tried to get more out of Buffalo, but a good negotiator gets that done. Hundred percent. I think that. No, I disagree. Huh? I disagree with the breakup because who does he? Who does he? Who does he displace in this lineup? I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking about with the guys we have in the four units. Top six. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about this year because he would need an extension. It would so it, for the next four years. Do you want him over Cooler? <laughs> And um, the others you named, sorry, go through Ostland. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it would depend. It would depend on what the what the ask from Debrinkat is in terms of. Uh, of I just I don't know where he fits in this lineup. Like we have a lot of talented centers playing wings and vice versa. Yep. Uh, maybe it would work, but again, yeah, the asking price has got to be right. And he's yeah. guys, you got to understand with the cap going up, Debrinkat's agent's smart. He's going to sign for as much as Tage Thompson probably, which doesn't make sense to a lot of you, but if he signs in two years when he gets extended, like the cap's going to be up three and a half million. We're done playing escrow on the, the yeah. loan we took out from COVID. Dwayne, I know I said we do a quick show. Uh, anything else you want to add before we end it? Oh, no, just uh, again, you know, hopefully Saturday they, they come with a better effort, ready to play in front of a home crowd. Saturday crowds are usually pretty big, so I'd imagine that, you know, it'll be close to a full house there. Yeah, Ryan Miller, there it is. Uh, but, um, hey, yeah. Dwayne, 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 they didn't misspell his name. They did not misspell <laughs> Yeah, well, I heard that. I heard that. Marty and, uh, well, what's his name? Um, the guys that took over for our boys, Petey and them. Oh, uh, do- uh Brian Duff and Marty Baron. They they mentioned that, but they kind of skirted around it. And I'm like, Dwayne, Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne, exactly. Dwayne, Dwayne. Right, right. I appreciate it. Chikrin did get hurt tonight. did get hurt against the Rangers. Don't know the severity of the injury. Doug? Yeah. Dougie. He did get hurt, but here's the thing. Hey, Doug, Doug Clark's my old neighbor. Dougie, tell Denny and the family I love you guys. It's great to hear from you, brother. But with that being said, uh, remember, guys, it's been brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case on Georgia Boulevard. Don't waste, don't haste. Go buy a case. Drown away your sorrows from these Buffalo Sabres. And, uh, you know, I'll hang up and listen. We'll see you later. Hey, everybody, this is Dwayne from Two Goalies on Mike, a show where we give you a behind-the-mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now, you might be thinking, Hey, Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we bring in coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwrecksports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. the blue hotel I want to live at the blue hotel
The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.